Welcome back to the Character Corner Podcast. Your host Chris here with Deepon. We are finally back. Sorry for the delay. We took uh, September off. You know, mental health uh, month. We we just honestly we were just really really fucking busy. So um, we decided to take off September. We are back here. Uh, we are moving along and chugging along with our uh, Hickman into the Hickman verse. Uh, we are. What is this part four? I think it's the part three. Oh, part three of Fantastic Four. No, I think it's part two of Fantastic Four, but I think it's part four overall of the, Into the Hickman first. Secret Warriors. She. We did. Was Shield? Shield was a one parter. Shield. Secret oh Warriors. yeah. Secret Wars was his own. Shield was his own. Fantastic Four. Yes, this is part four. Yeah. Part two of Fantastic four, four. four. Part four of Into the Hickman first, and there's still so much more to cover. <laughs> It's 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 all it's a little daunting what we've done to ourselves. I, I I thought about it more. I was like going along. I was like, I was like, okay, we're going to finish this, and we're going over the Avengers. I'm like, oh wait, no, we got Ultimates after this. We got to swing by the Ultimate Verse, Ultimate oh, Universe for a bit. Dude, that read story is super important too. Right. I was like, all of this is really important. So, um, yeah. So we're picking right up here. So these are for those who are reading along. This is issues. So, um, it. It doesn't get. It's fine. It's uh. It's uh, uh, the Future Foundation. So it's FF one through total is one through what twenty three, and then yes. for Fantastic Four it's six hundred through uh six eleven. Now once you get to what is it like? Once you get to um FF twelve, you alternate yes. between six hundred and twelve uh, for a little bit, but then there's like it, it gets. Get a read in order. We'll make sure we put the read in order out. But yeah, you need to read them in. in go in buy the omnibus. Go buy the trades. Like, don't yeah, do this issue right. by issue. Yeah, don't do this issue by issue. You need this. So, um, yeah. So we're gonna jump right in here like, again. We last left off with the death of Johnny Storm, which we later, quickly find out is not the end of Johnny Storm. Of course not. Um, it's comic books. Yeah, of course not. Well, here's the thing I, I love about this. After rereading this, because again. We've already covered this. We did a we did a whole character corner. If you wanted to get super in depth, and we're going to cover a lot of things here, uh, but we covered this already when we did the Fantastic Four. We've done this Fantastic Four run before in the character corner. We'll make sure we link it in there. But I think to me, the, the like you said, the reason why it's going back and rereading all the stuff together is to see how all the things relate together, right? Because I think that's the thing that gets me. And again, we'll, we'll jump back to the beginning. But around they they. The issue that they're dealing with, with, you know, Franklin coming back and stopping the mass celestials, they actually finished that relatively early in this, in this back half. And you're looking at it, you're going like, wait, there's still like 10 or 12 issues left of Franklin's run. What are we doing? And it's that point when I started reading them, I'm like, oh my God, he's literally setting this up for all the stuff in the next yes. stuff. Like, it's so much stuff. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like, there's a whole thing talking about. The heat death of everything, you know, everything dies. Like you're hearing these things being repeated over and over again. You're just like, why are these things <laughs> happening? And, and it, again, it's one of the things doesn't make sense if you just stop right there, right? But then having the knowledge of what we see later on in the Avengers run and time runs out and in Secret Wars, you're just like, holy shit. He calls his shot super yeah. early, right? Like super early, like right in your face. When they open FF one with yes, it's another time where they're attacking a bunch of. It's essentially a mirror of the beginning of this run when they're taking on the wizard. Mm -hmm. It's a mirror of that story, except it's different because Pete's like, "Hey, no jokes, Ben." He says, "I'm just here to hit stuff." Like it's yep. things are different. Things have changed, mm -hmm. and the ultimate change comes in the end when 
Val is walking with her father and her grandfather and explaining why they've done what they've done. Mm-hmm. And and my favorite part of it is he says to he says to uh Reed says to Nathaniel, you don't know everything, no one does. There are some things that aren't worth the risk. And Val just says, better safe than sorry, who lives like that? Right. Like <laughs> ooh, buddy. <laughs> and all hope lies in doom. Yeah, and that's the that's the big thing through the first part of FF. We get the the doom story basically because um this is when you know val comes a little clean about uh what she's done um but i'll say this i i think this entire run you know we always say you know it, it you know every boy deserves his father right we know that but it's also about time right Th- everything they're doing here everything they're doing in the in the main story here is to buy them 27 mm-hmm. minutes it's so wild when you I mean, it it's like when you break it all down they needed to buy 27 minutes they needed to line different things happen it wasn't just enough to, to accelerate certain things happening right you know it it was it, it it mattered to um to make it so that they had bought enough time for franklin to show up and be there with galactus right it's like all of these things and then What's interesting to me is when you read this and you start looking at it, you can start seeing where some of that time is being bought. Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing that got well, me. Well, Val draws it out on, with crayons at one point. Yeah, you know? And, and that's, what, <laughs> that's what gets me. It's like, these things like start happening. You know, Val finding the bridge brings back Black Bolt sooner. But then back, Black Bolt coming back sooner means Ronan brings back the Supreme Intelligence, which takes which you need two of the Reeds to do bring back the Supreme Intelligence. Yes. You know that leads to the Kree invasion happening earlier, and I guess Analysa invade earlier. Like it's like all this. You start seeing the dominoes fight. You're like, holy shit, this is actually is planned out. And then out. you realize that Jonathan Hickman's a weirdo. Right, because <laughs> you can tell he's wanted to write Doom this entire time, oh, yeah. and the restraint with which he showed not getting to Doom until this. When his first entrance is, is it true, Benjamin? Oh goodness! When Johnny Storm died, valiantly facing an endless army. Is it true that you, surrounded by crying children, weeping at the inevitable death of your close friend and comrade, is it true? Is it true that you just watched? How very brave, yo, <laughs> nigga, look. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Like, again, and we again. It's funny because we covered um we covered Hickman's Fantastic Four after we had done the Doom Run, but I remember we covered that part in there, and we always bring that up because it's just like, you're just like Doom, you're such an asshole. That is just such, because it's just it's it's also the way it's drawn too. It's just Doom standing there in the corner, stoic, <laughs> just talking, just like hmm. hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it, between that, uh, there's when um, the Mad Thinker and uh, Diablo try to try to uh, betray him. And he's like, fire, you try to kill me with fire? Folly, yeah. I've been burned before. Like, the world be damned, doom and durst. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah, this is what he always wanted to write. He always wanted to write doom. And, but mm-hmm. the thing about it is, it's not overdone. Even with the All Hope Lies in Doom story, it's not overdone. Um, and, uh, you know, it fits in very perfectly with everything else you're, you're, you're telling. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the issue becomes, you know, a whole lies in Doom, bringing Doom, uh, uh, fixing Doom's intelligence um, so that he can help them buy enough time to um, help them buy enough time against the Mad Celestials to give them the 27. Actually got them 28 minutes. 
right? Mm-hmm. With all of that, they end up getting the time to do that. The moment where he's thinking about purging Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, ah. Oh. Yeah. The other reason would have done it. Well, and this was one of the things, too, that you, you find out, again, reading through this. Like, the main read, that Grey read, they call him, the, the main read that, that's here, his father was the Beast. Mm-hmm. And so, finding that out, and and going through uh, and, and and finding out that well he and he had gone to find his father, right? Yeah, and found him, found him killing another Nathaniel Richards, right? And so you're kind of getting this sense of of who some of these other reeds were and what's going on, particularly this one here, right? And um, again, the way the storytelling is broken out here is done very well because the 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 first thing you're you're dealing with is you're dealing with the four was it four reeds yeah the four reeds that then went out and they are trying to build a machine to then stop the mad celestials that they're they know are going to try to come and destroy them right which might mean (laughs) destroying this earth and universe because it's like hey you know you gotta make an omelet you gotta break some eggs right so in that and dealing with that story there um you know i i did find i love the fact that uh, the Professor X read basically got stopped by the universe and humans going like, yeah, no, you're lying. Yeah, you don't smell like the truth, dog. Yeah, like, wait, what? No! Mm-hmm. Like, oh, right. That, right. that was my favorite one. That, that It was bugging me that it was all working. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that it didn't work for him at all. Right. Um, but at the end of that, you, you kind of, this is where Doom gets captured. They They were kind of split off. But that's when they all go through, uh, was it, um, Eldrick the um, Inhuman Door? And it's like, hey, you know, the way his powers work is you go where you're needed. And Nathaniel ends up with that other read. And yeah, really. I love that song when he's, t- he's talking to, to Nathaniel. It's like, he, he's suiting up because he thinks he's there. Because he's like, yeah, I was brought to where I was needed. It's like, oh, basically you're here to, to work with Doom. It's like, oh, you, son, you can be so stupid. I'm here because you need me. Right? <laughs> it's like, no, you're not my son, but you need me. and. Again, the whole thing is that's where he needed to be at because that's he needed that read and he needed the ultimate nullifier that he had, and they needed to be there with Doom to go through the like again, everything that's through this story is happening as Nathaniel knows how this is working. Him and uh future Val, future Franklin, and how all this stuff works. And again, always telling just enough information, but not telling enough, right? And yeah. um kind of going through and seeing how all these things, these different things unfold. And it works. And also how the warnings from future Franklin came true. Mm -hmm. The war of the four cities, beware of the future. Like this is all stuff that came true. Mm -hmm. Yep. All of it comes through, all of us going through and, um, and, 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 and going through and, and again, going back and telling you how certain things happen. We talked about this last time when we, when we left off with the death of Johnny storm, how, we knew that Annalis had had a conversation with Reed, but we didn't know what was said, and now we do, <laughs> right? You later go back on, because, again, the way Hickman tells these stories sometimes, or things is happening, and then, you know, uh, it, it, they're trying to blow up the, the door to the uh, um, to Negative Zone, and uh, Peter's there, Spider-Man, because he had joined the Fantastic Four, and um, he shows up, and there's uh, Johnny Storm on the other side, with a knockless on a leash. <laughs> You're just like, what are you wearing? Right, right. <laughs> it's just like being the typical Johnny Storm. We're just like, what the fuck happened? Where? Did well, I... It's so cool that he's able to pull this all this like larger storytelling off 
But within the structures of, this is all very much a Fantastic Four story. Mm-hmm. It ends with a Kree invasion. Yeah. Like, it's like the Inhumans are in the like, it's it, There's doom. Atlantis. It's like these pillars of what you would do in a Fantastic Four story being set up so well and so such a variety of stories and it delivers on every level. Because of course, if you're going to tell a Fantastic Four story, if you're going to tell a Jack Kirby story, you're going to have Celestials, you're going to have Galactus. Why do these Celestials go mad? And no one asks that question and we're not told till the end of time runs out. Mm-hmm. Right. It's ins- It's insanity. Well, that's the thing off. that I love about this is when you look at this from a larger when you're reading the back half of this run and, and look at it from a larger point of what the overall story that Hickman is telling, you start seeing those things. Like I said, the story with, with Franklin and, you know, you get that great, to me, my Galactus moment and, 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 oh. and they're taking down uh, and stopping the Celestials and things like that. Like, all that stuff happened and you're like, wait, this, but there's still like a lot of issues left. I mean, and there's, and that to me is the thing, that's to me the thing that I like to focus on here because like you said, it's the world building. Like you get, there's the, 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 with the seemingly innocuous, you know, issues where they go to Wakanda to, yeah. help, to help T'Challa. And there's a couple things that's happened. One, T'Challa gets his powers back as, you know, King of the Dead now. Uh, Which pays off. Huge later on. Right. Huge. It's a huge... Like, again, this is what I'm saying. It's like, these things happen, and you're like, oh, okay, doesn't matter, oh, whatever. And you later find out, it's like, oh, no, 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 that's a big deal. But then someone, also... Someone called the post-Celestial War issues, like, the 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 uh, filler issues of Hitman. Like, you guys don't get it. Those issues matter so much. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, there are filler issues at that point, right? If you're, if you're not reading... If you didn't know what was coming next, there are apps... I'll, I'll, I'll give them that. They are filler issues, because they're like... Okay, I guess whatever, but like they're so important, right? It's and 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 when you look at it, it's <laughs> it, he's putting all the pieces in place to have the Illuminati show up again, right? Yep. And also have Panther. Because remember, uh, T'Challa didn't join the Illuminati when they first started, right? When they first he started, turned him down. He said, "This is a bad yeah, fucking idea. This is a bad I idea." Have. But in this issue here. You know, uh, Pentagon literally tells Reed is like you're bo- you're bonded to him now. You guys need to know what's coming forward and what's what's coming. You guys will be bonded together, right? And so when T'Challa sees what he sees and sees that first incursion happen, who does he call? He calls the group that he 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 didn't want to be- deal with, the Illuminati, right. who's headed by Reed, right? Um, you have like you, when you start looking at it at all, you have outside of. You don't get a lot of strange, but every other Illuminati member is there. Because even Namor's there, right? Namor, you deal oh, with strange Namor. Is, strange is there for the big fight. Oh, for the big fight. Um, you have, obviously, you have Tony. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh, you have Cap. Like, everybody's, everybody's there. But even, th- even beyond that, it's putting the pieces in place. One yeah. of the things they do with there's the whole story, and we covered a little bit of this when we covered the Inhumans and the War of the Kings and things like this, and you know, between Black Bolt and the Supreme Intelligence. But one of the things that Franklin does when he's working with Black Bolt, it kind of tells him, it's like, you're needed on Earth. And why is Black Bolt needed on Earth? Black Bolt's another one of the Illuminati. <laughs> you know, had he not been there, then the, the Illuminati doesn't form. Like, I, I, just like what's happening with them putting all the pieces in place uh, to get all the things working. Uh, to stop the mad celestials at this point, 
you're seeing that what Hickman does during this Fantastic Four run is put all the pieces in place for when time runs out. You know, and again, you don't know it at that time. No, you don't. It's I mean, a throwaway it, it, line from one of the four reads. When last time you saw his hammer or saw his anvil was to crush a Beyonder in another universe. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it, and then all of a sudden, that which is beyond becomes a serious problem, mm-hmm. and you really get to see Hickman write this shit out of some doom. Mm-hmm. And he's telling like it's it's phenomenal to me. Even the stuff like one of my favorite issues of FF is when we kind of get the explicit explanation of what's been going on with Franklin. Yeah. It's like, okay, he's been practicing using his powers. He's been saving it all up. That's why he hasn't been doing this. That's why Leech has been staying in his room. Like, it's all this stuff. And then he asks, he, he basically has permission to, to use his power to save his friends. Mm-hmm. He turns, he teleports Celestials away. Like, he's so fantastically powerful that they're scared of him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. You know? It's it, it you realize that he's being talked to by his future self to basically being taught by his future self how to use his powers and when to use his powers. Like there's a moment in and I think in FF or I think it's an FF when uh somebody screams knock out Leech so the Franklin uses powers and, and Leech is like yo what the fuck man and Franklin yeah, yeah, like yeah. I know they don't know they don't know we've been practicing yeah exactly <laughs> but that's the callback to when Johnny died right. Exactly. Because they had to knock him out there. Right, exactly. And so, but even then, it's like, they don't know we've been practicing. I'm like, but when have you been practicing? And then you get that issue later on that they've been practicing. And it's like, and, and I think there's that's... A silent, a, there's a silent issue where we get all the reads speaking, uh, like, the thought bubbles, and then we eventually get to see that, like, you're so right about the structure of how this thing is laid out, where we see something, and then you see it again, and then mm-hmm. you really see it. Right, you know? It's that moment when... um. When Doom is going, uh, Doom in FF, when Doom is going into the void to stand there with the other Reed and 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 Val uh, whispers something to him, he just looks at her and you're like, What? You know, what is what, what was said, and you don't get it, and then you get that issues later when she tells him, Well, and survive, Uncle Doom. I left some, you know, something there for you if you survive, right? And it's just, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I just love it. I, I love everything of how they handle this stuff, you know. You know, and, and like you said, the way that he writes Doom in this, it sets up for what you get later on and the payoff you get later on for Doom there, right? Um I also there was um was the Fantastic Four, uh, for the Fantastic Four issue what six oh five point one is the one that shows how uh all I can call him is Rasputin uh read. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> <laughs> which which is fucked up because he's actually German, but like whatever, he looks like Rasputin, right? Yeah. Um, and you get where that where that read come came from, right? And you're just like, yeah, these reads, like, all, yeah, this is what happened. They don't have family. Oh, is that the read that puts the doom inside his head? Yeah, that puts Victor. Uh, yeah, exactly. but when he said, but if you reread earlier in the first appearance, I've got a little doom, doom in, in me. me. Yeah. I, know, I do. That's I know saying. how they think. It's explaining why they buy my tomorrow. I know how they think. I've got a little doom in me. And I don't tell you what that means. Right. And then, like, <laughs> 20 issues later, you get what that means. You're like, holy shit, you killed Victor and put a piece of his brain into your. Holy shit, that's what you mean. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right? It's, it's that, right? 
Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Like it, it's 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 talent, man. Like this is like you talk about like writing talent. This is writing talent, yo. Like this is an ability to see a four-dimensional version of what you're trying to build and then actively build it. Mm-hmm. It's oh man. Yeah. Yeah. It it's it's great. And like you said, it's all the little moments. It's the stuff that um you you also get again it's also the understanding that why our read is different. We always say that, you know, well, our read is different because of, you know, his um his family, but it's not just that it's it's the extended family too. At what point he calls in his friends, he calls in the Avengers and said, you know what, I should have called you guys sooner. But before he calls in the Avengers, he calls his enemy. Yeah. That too. I think that that's such a good way, like just read the smartest man alive, probably. You always make the right decisions, no. And it's so interesting to see the clear delineation between wisdom and intelligence exhibited there. Because mm-hmm. he was too ashamed. He, he thought that the only way to do it was to one, one-on-one, solve everything. Do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And so he thought the object was to defeat Reed Richards. Yeah. But the object was to help Reed Richards, and that should have been the whole time. The issue where Johnny and Peter, and Peter finally kicks out Johnny, is maybe my favorite issue comic books of all time. I... It's, it's the greatest. Because one, 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 Peter didn't want... Peter wasn't inviting Johnny to live with him. No, totally not. It was not an invitation. It was not what's happening. And then you start realizing, it's like, Johnny, you need... Basically, Johnny, you need to go home. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't tell you that Reed put a portal to the, to the negative zone in, <laughs> in your closet? So stupid. Oh, and then immediately thereafter, he basically hands control the uh, negative zone back over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he elections well, and annihilates wins. Right. I mean, he didn't do it on purpose, but like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, it happens, right? But um, yeah, no. So, like I said, it, like after after the war, if you will, is over. Mm-hmm. There's so much content, like you said, people think it's filler, but it's so much important content. Even, um, you know, uh, AIM Island, uh, getting um, yeah. Professor Whit- Whitman back, like all this stuff again. I-, I was going back, I was looking at some of the, the screenshot I'd taken. It, we, we talked a little bit about briefly about the, um, the uh, Wakanda issue, but the big thing about it is it's like at one point in there, again, Hickman calling his shots. He's, he talks about Wakanda, the, what happens with the Phoenix and Wakanda, mm-hmm. uh, the Great Flood that basically happens when um, uh, uh, Atlantis floods uh, Wakanda. Like, there would be sign- like, that's what it's called, right? And you're just like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. Eh, sure, sure, that's going to happen. And you don't realize it's like, no, 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 all this stuff is happening. So, and you need, you, 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 you T'Challa, you need to be the king of the dead. <laughs> you need the power of all the po- all the former Panthers within you now. Yes, yes. Because one's not enough. All right. You know, there's them going back and rescuing Doom. Because again, mm-hmm. you need and and again in that space, it's it's the future Val who tells yep. her dad, like, we got to go do this. Why? Because again, <laughs> all hope lines of Doom is not just for this, right? Technically, all hope lines of Doom. 
for saving Doom saves reality. Doom saves reality, and so you need. But, but, so, but I remember, but so so even before that, Doom mm-hmm. also ends reality mm-hmm. because the Beyonders are doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. He sped it up through he he and Owen Reese's machinations. Mm-hmm. They speed up the heat death of the universe mm-hmm. because, like, so yes, he creates Battle World. But before that, he's the only one to confront the Beyonders. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, it's it, a reading of Doom that is befitting the complexity of the character. But it's also something that you need. You you needed to give him back his intelligence, not just not just so he had to again. And part of it was getting his intelligence back wasn't just about his intelligence, actually. Right? I actually, it's two things. Right? So they're saying they're getting his intelligence back, and when you look at this, it's not even really for this run. He needs intelligence for time runs out. They needed his dark magic to stand up against the uh, the Celestials during this time. So it's like they got a two-for-one in there, right? Where it's like, you give him back, you, you, you make Doom whole again because uh, we need his dark magic. Because it's not really about him being super intelligent during this time, during this one. But you need that intelligence for what happens later on. You know, so yeah, yeah. But you're right, it's like when when Bolt, Black Bolt kneels before the Supreme, Supreme Intelligence. Mm-hmm. Says, look, the future's broken now. You need me to go fix it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it is... Yeah, it, and, it's, and it's always bringing all these different things together. Because Hickman didn't write oh, War of the Kings and things like that. He didn't write mm-hmm. that stuff. But it's taking what's happening there and taking those stories and then melding them into this great thing. And I think the other thing, too, that I love about it is we talk about this all the time, you know, you know, put the toys back in the box where you found them, right? Yeah. And, and Hickman does that, but he does it with some extra stuff, right? It's like, okay, yeah, put him back in there, but now also, Franklin's like really super powerful, can do all these crazy things, and also Doom's now restored, and now you know, you have two Panthers in Wakanda, and Black Bolt now is back in, um, back on Earth, and right, and... And we sent back Mark Millar's not very good story of the dead future Galactus. Right. <laughs> right. We send that off and we're just going to pretend like that's not around anywhere ever again. Right. And so that's all that stuff that's there. And like I said, I, I, I love how we, they, they, he puts all this stuff together and gives you this, this great story. But then also again, and again, we're, we're jumping around it, but you guys know, cause we've talked about this before. We talked about these <laughs> other issues where we're getting to of how we get there, you know? And what comes next? And I think that's the, always a fun thing when it comes to Hickman stories is seeing what comes next. And, and yeah, I was just saying something I would love is the adherence to a theme. Because like we said, this is this entire runs about fathers and sons. But one of the last stories you get is Bentley talking to the wizard. Mm-hmm. And you get that, you get that like, Bentley's made a choice, mm-hmm. and he refuses to put on the helmet. Mm-hmm. And Reed's speech there, I made you, if you remember, I made you a promise that I'd raise Bentley as my own, and while being no different from you, you would become something better. I must say the boy is not disappointed. So here's from my word on high, my word from on high, we are not slaves to our nature, Dr. Whitman. You can be whatever you want to be. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the saving of doom. Mm-hmm. Where he became God. He ran the universe. 
I found it beneath me. <laughs> no, 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 no. But this time, not this, that's the second time. Yeah. This is the first time and he breaks it because he holds on too tightly and he recognizes that. Mm-hmm. That's why having strange with him in battle world was important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when he killed Steven, that's when things started to unravel for him for real. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, man. I just, when I look at this whole run, like even when they, like when uh, Val and Franklin decide to leave, it's like, hey, we can't be here at the same time. The universe is going to notice. It's time to go. They get to go. Like the last lines in here, I want to scroll to them really quickly. I don't want to, I, I was going to paraphrase them, but I want to read them. The door is more than it appears to be. It separates who you are from who you can be. You do not have to walk through it. You can run. Like that's superhero comics in a nutshell. That the idea of becoming or changing or growing doesn't have to be, it can be a process that while arduous, you can opt into it. You can lean into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no. And again, we, we get these, these things all the time when we read through these Hickman books and, and, and see how he, he presents these stories and things like that. I think another great thing that Hickman does here, again, it's always playing with time, right? Time and Hickman go together <laughs> really, really well. But I like the like one of the things they bring up, because I think this comes up several times during Time Runs Out, things like that, about universal constants, right? Um, about things that you can't change. Because, you know, Val, when, when you get this moment when Val is sitting there talking to... Um, because they had, they had, they had, um, she had, they had translocated the, the top three floors of the Baxter building. And actually, you know, they're in Laveria and you're just like, oh, and they're just like, Val, what did you do? Why are we here? Why did it go here? It's supposed to be the moon. What's going on? Now we're where we need to be at, right? And you find out that there was a larger conversation between Nathaniel and, and again, always, it, it sucks because the way they draw her sometimes throws it off. But you got it's, it's tough to remember, Val's three. And, and a giant pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, I love that moment when when older Val comes in. It's like she, the young Val's looking at her like, "What are you looking at me like this for? What day is it?" She tells her the day and smacks her. It's like deleted, and it's her a way to subjugate the Cree, the Cree Empire. And she's just like, you know, <laughs> I'm very smart. Does not mean I can be trusted at three years old, right? It's like at this young age, I'm I can't be trusted. And it's like, to be fair, again, she's three. Right, I mean, think of somebody as smart as Reed Richards without uh, having the experience. Because even Reed sometimes doesn't realize. How, again, at one point they were breaking down w- w- how wrong he was. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You did all this stuff. It's the wrong choice, right? But you know, you're who you are, right? We gotta save you from yourself. Um, but at one point, like Val tells t- is talking to to her grandfather, and just like, hey, well, why don't we just go and stop some of these events from happening? And he tells her that some of these things are are constants. Like, there's no way preventing the reverse, the rebirth of the celestial redeemer, Black Bolt. And while it doesn't always occur here on Earth, the universal response to regenesis of the Kree Supreme Intelligence does, in fact, always happen. War between the two and the extermination of Earth is inevitable and can only be held at bay by Johnny Storm's knowledge wave. Uh, the reason for it very uh, for it happening will vary, but the possibility of a dying Earth will spark the return of Galactus. And the mad celestials will attempt to destroy the universe as it holds the last reads from the council. Everything else, the creation of the future foundation, the war of the four cities, all the things have only created more favorable conditions to do what must be done. You know, and 
And that's the thing. And at one point, I think it was even like, uh, they're talking about the bridge. It's like, well, why can't we move it, uh, destroy it, or do something like that? And he was like, well, we could do that, but this here, it'll always be created. This is the time we create it. It's in a place where we know it's at, right? We know where these, right. some of these things are. So this is the place to do it. Because again, we, we you, can totally can control. Right. You know, and, and I love that because it, it's, it's, it, we say it all the time that, that, you know, Hickman does some crazy things with time and <laughs> multiverse and things like that. But it's these rules that stay in place. This idea of the universal constants, like you, no matter what you do, these things always happen. So we're going to do some things to speed them up, have them, have them happen all at one time. And then, like you said, the idea is buying her some time. And I love it when Val's is like, well, how much time do we need? You know? And then just start writing it out. Okay, we need we we need 28 minutes, you know, or 27 minutes, right? And they got 28. So, um, yeah, there are certain things it's, that, yeah. It's the idea. I love how they describe it in the book as catastrophe theory. Mm -hmm. Each one of these would threaten the system, but all of them happening at once absolutely crashes it. And then their answer is to crash it. Mm -hmm. Their answer is to, to compress the timeline, make it all happen as quickly as possible, and give them space to operate Mm -hmm. To me, my Galactus. Mm -hmm. Galactus had a bunch of heralds. Franklin only had one. Mm -hmm. God damn, this book. Yeah. He's like, uh, remember when at one point when they're watching Franklin and Galactus take on the Celestials, Reed says, How does all this happen? You walk to their bridge. So if he, no, they're, again, universal constant, things that always happen. Mm -hmm. You always walk through the bridge. Uh, let's see, you always walk through the bridge, you always meet the council, you always meet all those Jews. With them, you, you always build suns and save universes, and with them, you always wake the, mod, the mad space gods, and they always destroy the council. Yeah, I always helplessly watch as, even though you walked away, you always paid the price for being part of it. I watched, and there's nothing I can do. Yep. This yeah. is the Franklin that wanted to have a dad. Mm-hmm. And we also get the issue in the postscript of Reed seeing the future of the Future Foundation. Because mm -hmm. Ben Grimm only ages that one out, one week he's human every year. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's, there's just a lot here. I mean, but, but it's yeah. because Hickman knew he was about to destroy the future. He could write whatever he wanted. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> it's all going away. He gives a shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you think this is it? Oh, I am about oh, to. No, I am about to completely <laughs> destroy everything you think of and wipe it off of the fucking map and then start anew. Right. But again, it's it's putting the toys back in place because part of the thing is. You know, uh, you know, jumping ahead here, you know, at the end of Secret Wars, the Fantastic Four go off to basically recreate the multiverse with Franklin, who has his powers and has been practicing because that's what he's left with. Like, again, those filler -ish issues that people think about are filled yep. with things that only lead to the next story and are super, super important for going forward, you know, of, of, of what we're doing, you know. so. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else major stuff. I mean, like I said, we covered a lot of this already. When we we did. did cover a lot of this already, but man, but it's, it's it was a joy to reread because yeah. I, there's so many little moments that pay off so big. Mm -hmm. Like, the return of Johnny Storm, yes, we all knew it was going to happen, kind of. We all felt it coming, kind of. 
But when that moment when it happens, they've done a really good job of ratcheting up the dread. Mm-hmm. The career invading the planet. Like, it's all these bad things are happening. You feel Hickman did a good job in, while maintaining these larger themes and larger plans, larger uh, goals. He was able to stay at home with him what the story he was telling. Mm-hmm. He was able to stay emotionally resonant. Everyone had to feel present. At, at no point do the characters not read like the characters. Right. Reed is not as confident. Reed's shaken. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even when they're pre- doing the big uh, prep in the big room, when uh, they're talking to Sue and, like, bad-mouthing Ben in front of him, and he just loses on uh, Carol and, and Jen, it's just, it's all so perfectly mm-hmm. in character. It yeah. makes you want Hickman to write the whole Marvel universe. Yeah, I mean, it 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 is. It feels so great. Like when when Johnny shows up with Spider Man and he sees what's going on, he looks at, he looks at Peter and goes, "Hey, hold my Nautilus. I gotta go do something." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's like it's like Johnny didn't lose a beat of it, like his humor or any of this. So I was like, "What have you been doing?" Oh, it's been two years, and I died, 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 and re-died and came back again. Did you get that whole conversation where Reed knows that's what's happening because Nautilus tells him that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, killed him, but we're just going to, until you open it up, we're just going to keep killing him and bringing him back and killing him again. So, um, but I remember when, uh, what was it? I can't remember, I can't remember what it was uh, that they were sitting at the dinner table and they say something and Reed says, I think that's a good idea. And then Nathaniel goes, uh, says, I think that's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> he goes, I think that's a, he, I think says, he says, Hey, what do you guys think about us terraforming the moon? Oh yeah, terraforming the moon. Like, like, it's a good idea. I love it. Which, if, if if you think it's what's right, oh, I disagree. Yeah. What are you supposed to do, sit around agreeing yeah, with yeah, everything Reed says? Yeah, yeah. Is dissenting opinions. Yeah, he's like, well, we don't do dissenting opinions here. Reed just normally says something, and everyone automatically agrees. That's ridiculous. Reed goes, "How refreshing." I'm glad you're home, Dad. Clean your plate, son. <laughs> And then he and Val tell him, by the way, Jim's here. Oh, yeah, right. By the way, do you know what you know? The um, next page is like, yeah. after dinner, right. you did what? Right, 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 right. Wait, ter- so wait, Terraform the Moon is a bad idea, but you brought Doom? <laughs> really, and you me- I hadn't thought about <laughs> right, it that way. Right. Right. So let me get this straight. Let me get this right. Terraform the Moon is a bad idea for mine. But, Dad, you and my three-year-old daughter decide to bring her, quote, Uncle Doom here and tell me that we have to okay, bring back. So, do we remember why he's Uncle Doom? Yeah. Yeah. He was the only one who could deliver the baby. Yeah. I, I, right. I know. It, it it's like, so good. Because it's something to remember, right? Remember, at one point, like after this, Val goes to live with Doom because in, um, in the Invision series, she's there. They show up to talk to, Re shows up to talk to his daughter. He's like, it's after her bedtime. We don't normally do this. What are you doing? Like, here, yeah. here, here! Kids have kids have reasonable bedtimes. Read why? Why are you here? Well, what, I think one of the deals that's going to get revealed in the interim is that he had agreed. To, he had agreed to uh, for some favor from Doom, but she gets a month in library. Yeah, mm-hmm. living with Uncle Doom. It's like summer at Uncle Doom's place. Right. You know, it's a dictatorship. But still, well, I love it when the kids show up to there to basically Doom's castle. It's like, can we do paintball here? <laughs> It's like you, you keep forgetting it's like the future foundation is full of nothing but kids. It's I love Kristoff. <laughs> and I love how just he's kind of there to be like Doom's uh, a hype man. Mm-hmm. Doom will not stand for this. Release immediately. Quiet, Kristoff. You know, I, right. I, I, I remember at one point he says something, he's like panicking or something like that. And one of the kids at the time was like, listen, dude, you're a supervillain. Supervillains don't panic. You got to calm down. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, they know. <laughs> this is a. Uh... You're, you're insulting. You're insulting me. At the, the, what we got going here, man? Come it, on. It's, it's also it's it's also funny because like um, 
again, Nathaniel knows all the things are going to happen. So while he's sitting here with the other Reed, he's just telling him, like, you, you know, you're going to release him soon. You're going to release Doom soon, right? He's like, no, I'm not. I'll never release a Doom. And then when they're sitting there on the bridge and about to go through, they're like, well, you know, now you need him. And so I told you you're going to release him soon. This is the deal. You release him, and then you get, you know, you get what you wanted, right? So you get the ultimate nullifier. So, yeah. It's, but uh, I love it. I love it. You're right. That Nathaniel knows everything's going to happen, but this conversation still happens where the watcher shows up when we gets all those uh, villains together. Yeah. The watcher. What have you done, Valeria? Right. I found the that, the one you weren't supposed to build. I went through it and found the council. I found all those U's. I found out they came from different Earths, different Earths and different universes, universes they controlled until they were found by angry gods. So I ran back home and they came with me. <laughs> it's all bad. <laughs> it's all, but the thing is, you also realize because they play with time, this happened months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These reads have been out in the world sowing chaos for fucking months. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Oh, buddy. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, Reed, if only you listen to your wife and not build the. But then he always does. So, just. And also, here's the thing, too, that I love about it, too. You know, they talk about the universal constant. Again, when we look at this from the context of the larger story that we know is being told here, mm-hmm. another reason why Reed needs to build the bridge is the bridge pays heavily in that Avengers run with Time Runs Out. Yes. Because that is how they find and look at some of the things going on. I so, they didn't take Pim through. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, you actually need this. And even if you're saying, well, you know, technically, you know, they fail, well, yeah, but if you don't do this and you don't form the Illuminati, things don't happen. Strange doesn't do what he does. Strange is not, like you said, Strange is not there with Doom on Battle World. Like, all these things have, have a cause and effect, and these things have to happen this way to get to this point. You know, and so... But this is all the same story from where Heal breaks the future. Mm-hmm. Like, you, we've got a... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is the world that's formed after 1970 when Leonid opens the lid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, it's yeah, like the baby celestial, and the baby celestial goes crazy. Yes. You know, yeah. So, like you said, it's all one story that's been coming coming from his shield. (laughs) Well, also the Secret Wars realm, like, there's stuff in there. Yeah, man, it's just so good. I. I bra- bravo! I he pulls this off in a way that I didn't think it would be possible, and then he gives us Nazi greed with doom in his head. Yeah, yeah. And also, he should always write to Chala. And this is like the same way you could tell he'd been waiting to write doom. He'd been waiting to write to Chala. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he does a great job. Again, he does a great job in the in the new Avengers run because T'Challa's heavily focused in there. So yeah, like you said. <laughs> Hickman write the, the Marvel Universe. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and we're just getting started because um, next up for us is um, he takes on the Ultimate Universe. We're leaving 616. Everything you know about the Marvel Universe, flush it down the toilet. We're going to tell you the whole story from stoop to nuts, explain how Hickman went to the Marvel, the, excuse me, the Ultimate Universe and said, here I can build the same way Doom did with all those Dooms in the Parliament of Doom. Like, this is all bad. 
Mm-hmm. All that. It's Chris. Like I was subbed. The shit he pulls. Mm-hmm. With that version of Reed. Yeah. It's like but he's scratching it's like, ooh, I could write evil Reed Richards. And then was like, give me a universe to play with. But he's already done it too. That's the thing. That's I think that's the thing. You get when you get you get a successful evil Reed Richards, right? In the maker, and mm-hmm. you've kind of already point. had one. It's a council of them, right? Um but yeah, this is yeah, 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 yeah. So if you have problems with our what R six one six read did in some of this book, you think he was making the wrong decisions. Hold on to your hats. That's all I'm gonna say. Because <laughs> this read comes to similar conclusions, but with very different methods that no one enjoys. Yeah. So um yeah, so to set this up, uh, Hickman uh, takes over in the Marvel uh, Ultimate Universe after Ultimatum. And um, this is where Hickman, again, and we'll get into this when we, we cover this the next time. Um, Hickman takes something that might not have worked. And we talk about this with Mark Millar stuff, right? Take something that might not have worked and make it fucking work. Makes Look, it fucking work. Your your feelings about Jeff Loeb may be different than mine, but Ultimatum was a war crime. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. I mean, I mean, we'll talk about no, it. I, <laughs> you said this before. It's like I'm not. You're you're not wrong, but like it just oof. it's a war crime. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Crimes against so we're humanity. Gonna talk, we're gonna talk about it. I'm very excited to talk about it because we get some of the. Uh, if you're going to do the reading before the reading, the reading before the reading is the Ultimate Trilogy, Ultimate Enemy enemy Trilogy, Ultimate Comics Enemy 1 through 4, Ultimate Comics Mystery 1 through 4, Ultimate Comics Doom 1 through 4. It is a Bendis, three Bendis uh, miniseries. That's going to be your lead into this. And we're talking about books itself. For the reading, you're going to be looking at, bear with me now. Sorry, I'm scrolling down my reading list here. Bear with me. You're going to be looking at those are the previews and then ultimates. I don't have it out here. I'll put it in the notes. I'll put it on social media so people know what to read. But yes, it's going to be good. I'm very excited about this. And then after he does Ulti- it's, it's, Oh, here it is. Sorry. Ultimate Comics Store 1 through 4. Ultimate Comics Fallout 1 through 6. Ultimate Comics Ultimates 1 and 2. Ultimate Comic Ultimates uh, uh, the rest of that series and Ultimate Comic Ultimate Hawkeye 1 through 4. It's all very good. It's all very Hickman, and it's all very, 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 very fun. And then we'll come to time runs out in the Avengers run, and, and you get to hear me nerd out real hard about yeah. It. Well, so, that'll probably be a that'll probably at least be a two parter as well. So oh yeah, at the very oh least. yeah. So um, we'll do we'll do one part, and then we'll do time runs out, and then we'll do Secret Wars. We'll do new yeah. Avengers, Avengers, then time runs out, then Secret Wars. That's yeah, like that makes dual. sense. Yeah. So. Oh. And then, and then, shit, by the time we end this, we'll, it'll be ready for us to gin. We'll, we'll it, it'll be wrapping up Inferno. We're yeah, we're right, we'll, 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 we'll jump right into X Men. So we would have done well, the complete Hickman verse. Uh, again, it's taking some time to get there, but like, it's, it's been worth it. It's, it definitely has been worth it. So, um, all right. All right, folks. Thank you guys very much for listening. Again, uh, Character Corner uh, on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify. And um, we'll be back soon. Um, I'm going to try to get. 
if we don't do, uh, we might do Ultimus the rest of this month. If not, we'll do another quick show or something else before then. Um, and then we'll come back from it. But there's definitely be one more show coming in October. So stay tuned for that. So again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace.